Welcome to the Matters of the Heart podcast with your girl, Zoe Alexandra. Here at Matters of the Heart, your heart matters to God, so it matters to us too. Our motto is whole hearts, sound minds, and healed people because we believe God wants that for this generation. So I've created the Matters of the Heart community for women just like you. Women who are strong, resilient, women who know they don't want their trauma and brokenness to define their story and dictate their lives anymore. Woman of God, you are loved, you are chosen, and brokenness is not your final destination. You better believe that. Join me each week as we journey together into the matters of the heart and grow with God into wholeness and freedom. This time, you don't have to do it alone, girl. Hey guys, it's your girl Zoe Alexandra, and I'm back for another episode of Matters of the Heart. Hope you guys are doing well and you've had an excellent amazing start to your February. I'm still in shock that it's February. Is it just me? My god, how can it be February like we're two months into the year already? (laughs) Listen, something that God's really been laying on my heart is this is a time for really implementing the plans that you have made. It's not a time where you know you've created your vision board and created all of your plans and set your goals for this year and then you're just looking at them on a piece of paper or hanging from your bedroom wall. No, even as you've made those plans, implement, 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 implement. Like do not waste time because I really strongly feel like time is going more quickly than it has ever before. I don't know, is it just me? But don't waste time before you blink it's going to be June and you don't want to like spend have spent six months of the year looking at your goals and not putting anything into practice and so what I would suggest because we normally set ourselves so many goals at the beginning of the year I would suggest split the the goals you have into the four quarters of the year and then plan to achieve some from Jan to quarters Jan to much (laughs) and then april to june and then july to uh i've done this wrong i have i have done this wrong you get what i mean (laughs) 12 divided by four is three no i was right okay it's right it's right sorry guys uh so basically every three months give yourself a new set of goals to achieve so maybe some of them is just to you know get fit so you're gonna have to continue on that goal throughout the whole year but listen stop just focus on a few things at a time trying to focus on too much at a time is too heavy it's too weighty it's too much and you probably won't do it let's be real so um i'll encourage you um get started get cracking put your hand to the plow you know what you want to have achieved by the end of this year as i said before uh, at the start of the year god is really blessing his children he's really breathing on his children like never before you do not want to waste time um not putting things that you have planned to do into motion it's time to get cracking and also i just wanted to give a big shout out to london virgin hair and they sent me this amazing curly hair guy if y'all have been seeing on my social media this curly hair is curling it's bouncing it's giving body it's giving waves it's giving texture it's changing my aesthetic you know (laughs) big shout out to london virgin hair um, I said I want to give them a shout out because this hair is sensational. Um, I also have a discount code, Zoe10, if you wanted to uh, get some hair. But guys, the curly hair, like, you know, for me, I can't really do cheap curly hair. I know this seems to be a bit off brand, but uh, I'm trying to do some some new things, you know. <laughs> so if you wanted some curly hair, head over to London Virgin Hair. They are the place to get quality 
lovely i have three bundles in my head guys if you see the volume of my hair nah anyway let's get into the podcast because i can run about this for a long time okay let's go so as you guys can see from the title of this podcast today i've actually spoken a lot and i have not even started but the title of this podcast today is my sweetest love y'all know it's february the month of love they say the month of uh valentine's valentine is coming you guys can tell me in a silly mood today don't mind me <laughs> oh ciao i hope you guys are okay i know this uh, people have already started bombarding the emails with valentine's distance my god people have already started talking about valentine's up and down waiting for valentine's day are you going out this is this and that and that like, if you're single can it be a little bit hard you know so hang in there it's just like the first two weeks of the year I mean, sorry, of the month, after these first two weeks, it's forgotten. So if it's paining you a little bit, maybe take some time off of social media, but you will be fine and just keep remembering that you are loved. And so when I began to seek the Lord and ask him, what is it he wanted me to talk about um, on this week's podcast? Um, I said, God, it's a month of love. If I don't speak about love, these girls are going to flog me. So <laughs> you, like, what do you want me to speak about? And he just laid it on my heart to talk about my sweetest love. And so um, I'm really going to speak from the heart here about this sweet love that I've been able to experience, this sweet love I've been able to encounter, um, this sweet love that has bombarded my life, revolutionised my mind, this sweet love that I can't get enough of, this sweet love that has been healing, restorative for me. Um, And you guessed it, it's not from a human being. is from God, um, the love of God is my sweetest love, there is literally in my life no love like the love of God, it's so funny because um, something happened and I'm just beginning to uh, record my podcast and I just began to sing this song even now I'm like about to cry because when I think about the love of God it's just beautiful. And I was just feeling a little bit frustrated and I opened my mouth getting ready to begin the podcast but this song came to my heart, um, The Reckless Love of God. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. And I just got caught up in worship, like literally. Um, I should have started recording this podcast maybe like close to an hour ago but I just began to worship him. Because when you begin to meditate on the love of God, it's so fulfilling uh it's so beautiful and so i'm so grateful to have been able to um, encounter this love from god um, and so mine and god's love story it started when i was about uh 14 i think you know what i'll never forget my mum took me to an event her, her friend's daughter was like in that youth ministry and i used to go to catholic church and so I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit, let's be real. Um, um, and they took us, me and my siblings, to this youth event. And I'll never forget, they were worshipping. And I just began to cry. And I didn't understand what was happening at the time. But I was actually having an encounter with the Holy Spirit and God was touching me. And none of my other siblings cared. But, I mean, even now, um, I believe my siblings are all... They believe in God, but I'm the only one that really has a close relationship with Jesus. 
and now when I think back at it I say that's when me and God's love story began because that was the first time I encountered him and I didn't know him through my teenage years and I think by the time I had reached uh maybe like 16 I, I hated God and the reason being was because um and I'm currently writing I don't know why I felt led to say I'm, I'm writing a, a book ah it's accountability holy spirit thank you I'm currently writing a book and so you'll kind of hear about this a little bit more in the book um and I wanted to go to medical school I wanted to go to medical school and I didn't get in and my mum had told me because we went to catholic church like I said if you when the priest is doing is lifting the bread up it's called consecration time if you ask God for anything in that time, he will give it to you. That's what my mom told me. And I love her and she meant well. And that's what she believed. That's her faith, you know. Um, and so I'm not saying it to knock it. So every week without fail, you can imagine me there. When that, when that, you know, I even used to peep out of one eye. I would peep. Phew, be looking. Is the bread up? When uh, During that time of uh, mass, I'd, I'd look up if the bread is up. Huh? I'll be praying. Oh dear Lord, uh, please, I just want to get into medical school. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a pediatrician. He knew the desire of my heart. And then I applied for medical school. I'd always been like a good student, academically excellent, always from a young age. I'm not going to try and act humble. I've always been academically excellent. I'm hang on, diminish it. <laughs> Smash my GCSEs. Did really well. My A-levels, I didn't get offered a place at medical school. Like nothing. I didn't even get an interview and that shattered me. And that made me hate God. Because for me at that time, God was a liar. God said he's going to do this for me. He didn't do it. It wasn't even God that said it was my mum. But I just believed that um, he let me down. And so that I then started mocking. The Bible's fake, man. That's the thing I used to say. God, you know, I, I don't believe that now. In the past, <laughs> I would mock the Bible. I'd mock the word of God. It's not real. Um, these are all stories. Yeah, man, everyone was better intelligent back in the day. And I'm sure one... One, one old guy just sat and wrote the book because he knew all these dumb people are going to believe me. I'm one of the dumb now. I'm one of the stupid. I'm, I'm them. I am who I was mocking. <laughs> and God humbled me. Um, and one day, um, one fateful day in university, in fact, and then when I got to uni, because this is me and God's love story, right? When I got to uni, I just suddenly started talking to somebody when I was walking on the streets. Like, I knew I wasn't talking to myself. I knew I was talking to someone. And I'll just be speaking to God. Oh, I didn't realise it was God at the time. I'll just be speaking. And I feel like someone's speaking back to me. And sometimes I'll ask God questions. And guys, when I say on multiple occasions, what would happen would be the lights on the street. If I'd be like, oh God, should I, should I keep talking to this guy? I really like him. The only light next to me on the street would shut, shut off. First time I thought, no, no, no. I messed up something's wrong with my mind how can I be thinking that is someone talking to me through the lights when I say that happened on numerous occasions I'm walking on the street I'll just ask whoever I was talking to at the time a question and when I walk past I'll be walking past a light or a light the only light I could see on the street it would turn off every other light on the street is on even to the point of when I'm saying I remember what it, one time there was evidence of this I was with my friends were walking to go and eat in Chatham Dockside, if you know it, because we went to the University of Kent in Medway. We were walking to Chatham and we were on the street and I was like, oh, there's this guy and like, I'm so done with him. I'm not talking to him anymore. He's not worth my time. The only light on the street next to us came on. Every other light on the street was off. 
And I said to my friend, did you just see that? I said, I told you, God's been talking to me through the lights. <laughs> and so that was next part of our love story. And then, long story short, I ended up um, being saved in my bedroom when I had an encounter with God, when I was, I had given up on my life in like second year of uni. And we started this love story. And I think the maddest thing is that I knew God was with me when he was speaking to me through the lights. And even then, after I got saved, I, I experienced some miracles. I remember saying, God, if you really spoke to me and I'm really saved now, my, my laptop had been off. Guys, this thing was bust down, broken. I was going to the library to use a computer because my laptop hadn't been working. I said, God, show me if you're real. Show me if you really spoke to me. Guys, the laptop that had been off for time, the laptop that had been off suddenly switched on. I literally screamed and ran out of my room. It did think like, because when I, I remind myself of my history with God, God was showing me, I'm here, I'm present, I'm real, I'm, I'm your father. Like, what you heard from me was real. What you experienced, what you encountered was real. You know, this is a part of my love story with God. And from that day, like, I journeyed with God. And like I was saying, I, I knew that God was with me, but I didn't know that he loved me. And I struggled to embrace the fact that I was loved by God because I had no reference point for what love really looked like for a man I never really kind of felt it from my father um I never think I really experienced the reality of it in a relationship where I had experienced unfaithfulness like from men on more than one occasion I just didn't know what love really looked like um, and I remember, even this is years now into my Christian walk, imagine walking with God all this time but not really feeling like he loves you. It meant that I didn't think that he had the best plans for me. It meant that when he would speak to me, I just doubt it. I, it meant that I thought I knew best because although this person, this Lord over my life is with me, if he doesn't love me, it means when he's making decisions, is he really making the decisions that are best for me? Or is he just trying to tell me what to do? And one thing about me, I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> Stubborn. <laughs> Naughty me. I'm sure some of you won't believe it, but yeah. I was, as a teenager, I was very stubborn and rebellious. That's another story for another day, but it was hard to separate that from my relationship with God, especially because I thought he didn't love me. And so as I journeyed with God, it's like, it was becoming increasingly difficult having to surrender and lay my da life down for someone I thought or hadn't had the revelation of that they loved me. It's like someone asking you to marry a man and you think he doesn't love you. Huh, how can I do this then? Or you'll, they'll tell you to start coming down the altar at your wedding. You'll be hanging at the front of the church thinking, hmm, am I really making the right decision? And that's how it was, this reluctance, this fearfulness that I felt concerning my walk with God, this lack of willingness to yield to him was because I thought he didn't love me and I remember um, I was at an event once and I, someone released a word over me and they're like it was strange because they're like you know the Beyonce song love drought they're like that's how it is like in terms of your relationship with God not that he doesn't love you but you don't think he does he does love you and so it's like you need to go and receive that revelation in your heart that you are loved 
And so it's like, I knew God was with me. I knew God knew me. He spoke to me. But I didn't, I hadn't quite embraced the reality of the fact that he loved me. And so I went on a quest. (laughs) I went on a quest. And I think the reason why I had struggled a lot with trying to embrace the fact that God loved me was because of trauma. I've spoken briefly on my YouTube channel and on my podcast about the different things that I have faced as a woman. And some of those things have been so painful. My question was, God, in all of the love that you have had for me, how could you simultaneously love me and allow these things to happen? I've battled, like, the past two years, I can't lie, with a sense of injustice that I felt towards the way that people had handled and treated me in my life. And I was wondering, God... You know, this love that you have for me, you know, show my enemies some pepper. <laughs> show my enemies some fire. Let them know that that's, you know, it was this this desire for revenge that, um, for me, if you know me, I'm a big softie at heart. I didn't really ever want revenge on anybody or anything. It's just that I, I, I had so many unanswered questions was like a blockade from me receiving God's love so I had to go on a quest and I began to meditate on scriptures telling myself every single day that God loved me I I said I have to get this because I can feel it's a problem I can feel it's an issue I can feel it's a blockade it's a stumbling block for me not really understanding that I'm loved I pressed and I prayed and I fasted and I worshipped and I wasn't sure exactly when it happened I wasn't sure exactly when the change began in me and I began to receive that because I think we often it's God's love is something that's there the Bible speaks about like um there's the love of God it's like we can never be separated from it I can't remember the scriptural reference, forgive me. But we can never be separated from the love of God. So you mean this thing is like it's a ship, it's like this, it's in the atmosphere, it's like it surrounds me, it's like oxygen, I breathe it in. But it's like in the fact that it's so readily available, there's also a requirement of me as a daughter of God to know that I have to receive it. It's available, but I have to receive it. It's freely given, but I have to receive it. Even if I don't receive it, he still loves me. But the shift and the change and the transformation will come in my life, I understood. When I receive the love of God. And I started to believe in the midst of my times of consecration. That because of God's love, I'll be able to get through. And it shifted my life forever. And it changed my intimacy with God. And I realised for a long time in my life, a lot of my decision making was spearheaded by looking for love. That this void that I had felt by not ever really feeling like I was loved by my father. And every single man I had been with replicating that same experience for me. Made me constantly being pursuit of love. And I remember one day, sorry if I cry guys, 
the Holy Spirit said to me, why are you looking for that which you already obtain? Why are you searching for that which you are already in possession of? And this is so many of us searching for love when we are loved. Searching for that thing that we know can fulfill us when it already is surrounding us. If only we would just breathe in and receive it. This love of God. And the minute I caught that revelation, my life changed forever. And it was like I was blind before, but now I could see. And I realised immediately at that point that there is no greater, no sweeter love than the love of God. I realised, and this is why I started with my history with God. Because I was a little girl. I knew nothing of Jesus. I knew nothing of Jesus. And there I was, just being taken to a random event and I encountered him for the first time. And there I was, broken and confused in university looking for myself in the attention of men and here comes God still speaking with me communicating with me through the lights and then here comes God saving me from my depression in the second year of university and he continued to pursue me and I said wow God this is what love truly looks like it's this constant pursuit it's this thing that doesn't ever give up on you It just keeps on going and we speak about God's love being unconditional. But I'm sure if you can look back on your life, you'll begin to really embrace the fact that his love for you truly has been unwavering and unconditional. That his love pursued me. His love pursued me. Even when I didn't want to know him, his love pursued me. Even when I would mock him, his love still pursued me. Even when I didn't want to know and I was still trying to live my own way, claiming I was a believer, his love still pursued me. And he was patient and he waited until he knew I'd be able to go through the process to not only understand his love, but to receive it. The love of God is like a force. The love of God is something that doesn't make sense. You see, the way that we love as men is that someone does something wrong and we just give up. But the love of God, it never gives up. It doesn't give up on you. And that is why I love the prodigal son story so much because I feel like it mirrors so many of our experiences, even in the body of Christ. It's not a story about an unbelief. It's for the believer. It is. How many of us in the midst of our journey walk away from God, even if it's not in the physical, it's in our hearts. And when we make the decision to come back, we're met with his love. And we're met with his forgiveness. And we're met with his mercy. And we're met with his kindness. And we're met with his joy. That there is no love greater or sweeter than the love of God. Every other love pales in comparison to the love of God. It does. When I sit and think about the love of God, all I can say is thank you. All I can say, God, is thank you for your love. Thank you for the consistency of your love for me. I found in this past year of my life specifically that God has been so committed to me becoming 
called me to be so committed. This is only because of love. Who will endure my stubbornness? Who will endure my rebellion? Who will endure my inconsistency? And I don't say that to boast. I've asked God for forgiveness for it. Just to see me become who he wants me to be. Only God and it's because of his love for us. Doesn't mean that we should do it. But when you look back and see God has put up with me. <laughs> you say God how? And it's like because I love you. I'll never forget the day I'd gone through this deliverance in my bedroom. I have a lot of encounters with God in my room. And I remember going through this deliverance. And I felt stripped by God. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever gone through that. You just feel like something has been taken off of me. It's like, God washed me. I knew he'd washed me. <laughs> I knew he'd washed me. <laughs> he washed me clean. <laughs> but things had been taken off of me. I felt like I didn't even know who I was anymore. And I remember looking in the mirror. And I actually remember feeling like I was looking at somebody I didn't recognize anymore. Something had changed about me. So I said to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, who am I now? And he said to me, you are loved. <laughs> How many of us can recognize that the fact that we are loved by God is our identity? That you being loved isn't just a thing, it's actually who you are. And if that would connect with your heart today, it would change your life because it changed mine. That us as being, we're not only children of God, we are beloved. We are loved by God. It would change your life if you received this revelation of the fact that you are loved. That God's love is the sweetest love. The sweetest love. The purest. The kindest. The most sincere. The most genuine love you will ever receive in your lifetime. A sweet love. A sweet, sweet, sweet love. When I began to truly understand the love of God, even when I was talking to men, now God becomes my standard. Hallelujah. <laughs> I could feel that this didn't feel like the way God loves me. This doesn't feel as kind. It doesn't remind me of my father. In fact, it's so contradictory to who my father is. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to embrace this person. It just feels... Mm, like it's coming up short and that's how it should be whilst we look for the love of men and in relationships we should be able to say it's a reminder of the love of the father men are called to love their wives you know even if you're single but that's the standard is god's love And how do we measure love? 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind, love is not self-seeking, love keeps no record of wrong, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Every other love is comes up short in comparison to God's love. And when you have that feeling of knowing that and you know there's this sweet love you have in God, you're not in a rush or you're not desperate find to find someone because there's a satisfaction that comes upon you you're not looking for love maybe you're looking for companionship but love mm -mm. you know you are in 
you're abounding in love <laughs> because of the love of God the sweetest love something that Stephanie Gretzinger said one day and I was talking to one of my my good friends about it yeah but a couple of months ago and I said she said that she doesn't mean to offend because she's married with kids and she's like the love of God is it's that there's no she says she doesn't want to offend anybody but it's the fact that nothing else compares that she still has to continuously seek after God because even the closest relationships in her life they just don't fulfill her and I said this should be the heart of all of us as believers that even my kids they may come love on me and say mommy I love you my husband amen in the future all this stuff but I'm like "Mm, nothing like my father's love you know this should be our reality as believers and I was saying to my friend I said to him I I always said to God in my heart I pray that after spending intimate time with my husband and chilling and enjoying his company that I pray when he falls asleep that God my heart would still seek after you but that's my one desire that I would always know that I would always know that there's no love greater than God's love so even in the moment when I'm surrounded by people that make me feel the most loved that it's God love God's love that I would always pursue that's where our hearts should be as children of God it's always seeking to spend time with the one we love the most in my heart I say to God you are the one that my soul loves when I don't spend time with God I feel empty I love this God that we serve man (laughs) when I don't spend time with God when I've been away when my heart felt distant I'll weep at his feet and say I missed you I've missed you because I love you because his love is the sweetest it's no love like the father's love it isn't and so I just wanted to pray for you I pray for whoever is looking for love. May you find it in God in Jesus' name. Whoever is looking for that fellowship. Whoever is trying to find their heart's desires outside of God. I pray you would find it in his presence. I pray you would know that you are loved by him unconditionally. Pray not only for an understanding or knowledge of his love, but I pray for a revelation of his love. Or would you release, oh God, a revelation of your love into the hearts of your sons and daughters, God? So much so it revolutionizes their life. May it transform their mind, their being, their relationship with you. Lord, may it change the way in which they pray. God, it may change the way in which they worship, the way in which they seek you. And they have that revelation of your love. God, I pray that you would do a work on the inside of their hearts. Would you bind up their wounds, oh God. Where the voice of their wounds are telling them that they are unloved, Lord. We silence those voices. And may the truth of your word prevail over them now, God. That they are loved by you, God. With an everlasting love. (laughs) 
I bless you. And Lord, I thank you for your love. God, may we know the depths of your love. May we encounter the depths of your love, Jesus. The depths. The width, Lord. The height of your love. May we become those who become lost in your love, Lord God. we embrace it as our identity that we would know God that we are loved by you the purest the sweetest the best type of love God may nothing come into our hearts God that would take your place nothing oh God come into our lives that would occupy your seat but may we always make room God for you in our lives and create the opportunities to just to worship and stay at your feet God that we would steward the revelation of the fact that we are loved by you well And help to bring others into it, God. Lord, we declare that you are our sweetest love. And you are our purest love, Lord. May our hearts be content in you, Jesus. May our hearts be satisfied in you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey guys, um, I didn't even mean to begin to just be crying up on down <laughs> on this podcast today, but guys, I I didn't normally I prepare for my podcast, um, and I'll kind of like write out what I want to say. I said I don't need to write this one. This is my life. This is my life. <laughs> this is my life. It's my reality. I don't need to prepare for this. I'm always ready to talk about the love of God. I pray the love of God helps you to make better decisions for yourself. God is just speaking to me, but guys, (laughs) it's enough. I don't even know how long this episode is, but may God bless you. And I pray that um, you would have an amazing weekend because it's coming out today on a Friday. (laughs) And yeah. Um, I shall see you guys soon. Also, guys, um, if you haven't joined She Overcomes yet, come on. In this life, you sense who She Overcomes is a beautiful community I've created where I'm coaching these amazing women um, who are overcomers. And so if you know you need extra help, extra teaching, extra counselling, not counselling like, uh, but I mean just like counsel. I'm not a counsellor or a therapist. If you know you need just a hand, like, you know, I have sessions, private sessions with the ladies where some of them message me and they just ask for private help, private prayer. Um, it's just a community. Even if you message me on my Instagram, I'd still be happy to help you. Um, but if you just wanted that consistent um, kind of help and you want to invest in yourself this year, please join She Overcomes. I really strongly believe God is about to do something through that. Um 
I would call it a ministry at this point. Um, but come, everything we do is ministry as believers. But come, you're invited. Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. Okay, I'm here wasting y'all time. Ladies, love you guys tremendously. See you next week. I'll be seeing you on Valentine's Day just to hold some of y'all up. I know you'll need it. I know you're going to need it. <laughs> All right, then, guys. God bless you. I'll see you next time only on Matters of the Heart. Bye.